You're listening to Earshot from WXXI News. I'm Veronica Volk. This week, local organizations are helping people with disabilities enter the workforce by connecting them to potential employers. This is the best job I have because they they seem to understand. That's coming up on your local news podcast, Earshot. Hi, this is Megan Mack from WXXI. And if you're enjoying Earshot, subscribe to our other podcast, Connections with Evan Dawson. Catch up on discussions about current events, arts, politics, and interesting people. Subscribe to Connections with Evan Dawson wherever you find your podcasts. Business owners continue to struggle to find workers amid the ongoing nationwide labor shortage. So some local employers have turned to an underutilized segment of the workforce, Beth Adams has this story. It's lunchtime at Dake Junior High School in West Irondequoit. Students are moving through the cafeteria line, trays in hand, as 55-year-old Debbie Lane takes their orders for pizza, tater tots, and fried chicken. They go with everything today. You get to get have uh, you know, well-rounded lunch. Lane has worked for the district for six years. This is the best job I have because they, they seem to understand The understanding she says she finds from her supervisors here was missing from her previous job as a house cleaner, which she lost because she wasn't working fast enough. I'm a slow learner. Um, I have some anxiety. I have a back issue, and I can't do heavy lifting. According to the latest data from the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics, people with disabilities have an employment rate of around 19 percent, compared to 64 percent for those without disabilities. As employers continue to compete for a shrinking pool of potential workers, some are realizing people with disabilities shouldn't be overlooked. Like many managers, Betsy Lojudis has had a hard time hiring and retaining workers. When COVID first hit in March of 2020, many of my older employees chose to, you know, leave and not come back because they were scared. They were, they were afraid they would get sick. Lou Judas, the school lunch director for the West Arondequoit School District, says she lost about a third of her staff since that time. At this point, still, when we have a job posting out, I end up getting only just a couple of people, and, you know, it is still very difficult to find help. So whenever a local agency asks if someone can come in for an interview, she's willing to talk to them. Starbridge is a Rochester nonprofit that links individuals who have disabilities with employers who have jobs to fill. That's how Debbie Lane landed her lunchroom job. The agency helps job applicants identify their skills, create resumes, and practice social interactions. They want to work at a job where they're feeling the most success, especially if in the past they weren't able to do that. They're coming with that new energy, that new passion of finally someone sees me and I want to be here. That's Ursula Nicholson. She's director of employment services at Starbridge. She says some employers grossly underestimate people with disabilities, but the tightening of the labor market is starting to change that. Starbridge has placed people in jobs in a number of different sectors. Grocery markets, we've had them working in libraries, 
Some of them have done landscaping and construction, and we'd really try to match individuals to the skill sets that the employer is looking for. Individuals with disabilities are also finding work with organizations providing services to people like them. Christina Eisenberg, Starbridge's Director of Employment Equity, says this is important because representation matters. Eisenberg has spina bifida and uses a wheelchair. She used to work in early education, and throughout her career, she says attitudinal barriers were her biggest challenge. By that, she means employers who buy into certain stereotypes about workers with disabilities. Things like accommodations being very expensive or that individuals with disabilities would be historically taking off more often for health-related reasons. But Betsy Judas, the school lunch director, says she has found the opposite to be true. She says her employees with disabilities have better attendance records than their co-workers without disabilities. I don't think they think about, you know, oh, I'm going to call in sick because I, I, I need to go to the mall or something. And I, and I honestly think other people do. As for special accommodations, a U.S. Department of Labor survey of over 1,000 employers found that the median one-time cost to accommodate an employee with disabilities was $500. Four percent of employers said they had ongoing costs, and 56 percent said their worker accommodations came with no expenses at all. Some employers may fear legal liability when hiring a person with disabilities. But Eisenberg, who oversees a local employment equity coalition, says they try to tear down those walls. It's not about playing the I got you game, but it's about building a partnership and making sure that we provide them with resources that are necessary and being able to help their business. She says employers who are willing to cross that bridge may realize that workers with disabilities have unique assets. Because they have to adapt to a world that doesn't always accommodate them, coming up with creative solutions to problems is something they do all the time. That is a very, very valuable skill um, in a business. Back in the lunchroom at Dake Junior High, Debbie Lane's direct supervisor, Lourdes Santana, calls Lane a team worker with a sunny disposition. At the beginning, you know, it took a little bit while for her to learn, uh, but she never gave up. She keep on trying, and uh, right now I don't even have to worry about her. She comes, gets her job done, and everything she does is, is very good, very good. Lane says she got her work ethic from her parents. When asked what people can learn from her story, she says she hopes they learn acceptance. We are people. We are a person. We have feelings. And we should not be, like, um, pushed aside. Beth Adams is the host of Morning Edition on WXXI. And that's it for Earshot. Subscribe to our podcast to get new episodes in your feed every Friday. Find even more local news on our website, wxxinews.org. Music this week from Blue Dot Sessions and Poddington Bear. I'm Veronica Volk. Thanks for listening. This program is a production of member-supported WXXI Public Broadcasting, Rochester, New York.